How's it going, everyone? Welcome into the Sports Appeal Podcast. I'm your host, AJ Teal. As always, to my right, my co-host and my dad, Noel Teal. It is time. Time? To recap week 16. It is, but... Let's first recap that I came in third place and won some money in my fantasy football. It is sad to say fantasy football season is over. It's over. It is done. Is it sadder that you would have scored the highest point in the league yesterday? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> my team was the it was the best team I probably ever ever had in fantasy football history. But you lost and to me. I, I went on an eight game winning streak in the, into the regular season. I uh, I mean I had the best wide receiving core, Devontae Adams, who's the best player this year. And then just a dud in the semifinal or in the quarterfinals. the, the quarterfinals, a dud. And then back to back weeks Where after two hundred points easy. and would have destroyed everyone. It's just it's just <laughs> one of those years. It, it's that tw- it's twenty twenty. And good thing we're in the last week of twenty twenty. Yes, because I need this year to be over. Yep. Like I Me said, too. next year fans football will be back, and uh, I got some. Uh, some strategies, some uh, I've learned some things this year. Okay, and we'll be back. And the Cowboys won their third in a row. We're right. still we're still alive. We're alive. Still alive. And uh, a lot of people and a lot of teams are alive because the teams that need to win, uh, they didn't win, and the teams <laughs> that uh, should have won, they didn't win. So there's just a lot of you know, a, a bunch of teams that are just bundled up and a lot of scenarios that we're gonna talk about next week on the preview episode. But we're going to recap week 16, break down what these wins, what these losses mean, and give you what we got right, what we got wrong from our prediction episode last week. We got a lot of stuff to break down. Let's run it. Let's recap what we got right and what we got wrong from week 16. Uh, let's start with our locks of the week, uh, a, a a pattern that has been trending this year of uh, who's getting their lock right and who's getting their lock wrong. I got screwed. Let's start with mine, and we'll talk about how you got screwed. Uh, Saints minus seven. Uh, I actually took double the amount. I said I'll take them by 15, and they won by 19. Uh, that was probably the strongest lock of the week. Did, did the Saints win, or is it just Alvin Kamara? So, you know, I mean— He's on the Saints, and that that's a Saints win to me. Th- this was a game I, I said this is going to be Alvin Kamara, a game plan for Alvin Kamara. I'm not going to sit up here and say that I thought he'd have six touchdowns because that's just – I've never seen that in my lifetime. Yep. But I, I this was a game that they were going to design for Alvin Kamara with, you know, with no Michael Thomas. They, they could only take advantage of the secondary as much as they could with you know the limited wide receivers. But – this was a game we knew they were going to run the football. Yep. We knew they were going to get it to Alvin Kamara, and that's just that's exactly what they did. And they didn't need to do anything else because New Orleans' defense wasn't that great. You know, they still put up 37 points, the Vikings, but the Vikings' defense is so much worse. It is terrible. Even, you know, their own coach, Mike Zimmer, said, this is the worst defense I've had. He came out and blatantly said it. Uh, that's how you know the that's defense you, is bad. That's how you win your players over, man. Right. So here, here's my favorite part about the, the game. Yeah. So... If you would have told me, because mm-hmm. I had Drew Brees in my in my you know uh, fantasy right. football, if you told me Drew Brees threw for three hundred yards and they scored fifty two points, fifty two. How many points would you think Drew Brees had in the game? 
a solid 30. He had 11. 11. He had 11. That's got to be a record. He had 11. For the most points scored where your quarterback in a, in, has a, done... in a game and the least amount yeah. in, in fantasy. I, I just, when they kept handing it off to Alvin Kamara, I kept losing my mind because that was obviously on Friday, on Christmas. Mm-hmm. And so I was, at that point, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to lose, I'm going to lose. Meanwhile, I ended up scoring 171 points, but we'll get to that later. Um, yeah, so this was an easy lock for me, uh, minus seven and the minus 15. It's a, it's a double, triple lock it's, for me. It was all, you were all over it. I was all over it. All over it. My lock not was so a little different. Not so much for you. Uh, Colts-Steelers and was, was an entertaining game, but a game that should have not probably been entertaining because the Colts were blowing out the Steelers. Blowing out. The Steelers, could, once again, could not get anything going on offense. They didn't run the ball. I mean, every drive was three and out pass, punt, three passes, punt. They couldn't catch the football. And the Colts took advantage uh, running the football. Jonathan Taylor had a pretty good first half. Uh, they were throwing to, to Pascal and uh, T.Y. Hilton. And they were up 24-7. 24-7 halfway through the third quarter. Yeah. And then what happened? And then... I turned it off basically going, I won, I won. And I actually locked him in my other massive like underdog pool, uh-huh. like, like, which I'm in the lead this week th- for this game. And I locked them in that one too. And next thing I know is Steelers touchdown. Steelers touchdown. Ben th- and I'm playing Ben in fantasy football, so I'm losing my mind doubly. You know, oh, another one. Here's another one. Yeah, this was... I mean, I, I don't really know what happened to the Colts. I don't understand how they could basically go from dominating this game, both sides of the ball, and then it just switches. And, and switches to the point where they lose the game. And, you know, they were they were going down the field, and, you know, Rivers has an interception, and then they, they punt again late in the game, and they, they couldn't generate anything on offense. And it's just, it's it's incredible how a team can, can go, you know, 17 points is three scores. Whether you it's touchdowns, field goals, whatever, it's right. th- you cannot get 17 points in two in two possessions. It's three possessions with with less than a half to go. Yes. It is mind-boggling how a team can blow that that big of a lead in any game in any team. You know, it, it's it's really crazy. It was ridiculous. Now, the one thing I did get right in that game is I sat Chase Claypool. Finally, I sat his ass down. Right, and that was a good call because he got nine points, and instead. Put in his place, Nelson Aguilar. We'll yeah. get to that in a little Nelson bit. Nelson Aguilar played good. Uh, also for for you know the Steelers, they should probably get Chase Claypool uh, more involved in you'd, that offense. You'd think, because I think that they they pulled out a lucky win here. Juju Smith Schuster finally showed up though. Yeah, he had a pretty game. He Nine got off he got off TikTok and he had a pretty good game. <laughs> he stopped dancing on the other helmet. Yeah. Um, our for our feast players, you had Diggs. He hasn't played yet. He plays Monday night. I'm sure he'll have a game thirty. But I had Amari Cooper, and I picked the wrong dang Cowboys wide receiver. I'm listening back to the podcast, and my explanation was perfect. My explanation was 10 for 120 and two touchdowns. And guess who had 10 for 120 and two touchdowns? Exactly. Mr. Gallup. Michael Gallup mm-hmm. had 10 for two, one, like exactly. Like I, I knew, I, I saw the future of the stat line. Yep. I just saw the wrong name. Yep. And I had Amari Cooper, and Amari Cooper through the first couple, his first couple catches looked like he was going to be that. And then, my, you know, after the game, Cooper had a, uh, a, his post-conference and basically said, I turned to Michael Gallup and this is your game. You're lined up on, who, you know, we'll talk about it in a second. Uh, Jacquet, who was the undrafted rookie who was playing corner. And, and Amari Cooper said, you know, let me take care of Slay. You know, I've been in the league longer, you know. Slay's a little bit better. 
And I, I might have a couple catches, which he did. Yep. But but Gallup, this is your game. You go you go take on the rookie. You know, I've been in the league too much for this. this shine this game. And that's exactly what happened. How about the fact that they both had 121 exactly? Exactly. I mean, it's just they both had great games. It was the touchdowns that went to Gallup. That ruins my feast player. Yep. And I'm I'm wrong on that one. Okay. All right. But let's start with the games. And All let's right. start with the Cowboys and the Eagles. I'm on a high. A hot streak for the Cowboys. They've won three in a row and now are alive in the NFC East. I, and and it, with a with help from from Carolina, who we'll talk about that game in a little bit, we are, got a chance. Are, are still alive and and just need one more game of a win and one more game for a loss for Washington we, next week. We have to root for the Eagles, right? And 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 this was a game where I'm really shocked at the outcome of the score. Yes, the way that the game started, fourteen three right out of the gate. Deshaun Jackson, Deshaun Jackson bomb. Yep, who. God, Deshaun Jackson is up there with the most hated players from a Cowboy fan because Deshaun Jackson has always, you know, he's a great wide receiver in his career. You know, nowadays he's old and, and he's still got, you know, some speed, but not like a top wide receiver anymore. No. But back in the day, this guy would just, he always comes out against the Cowboys. You know, he he's never been like this guy that, you know, has a, a thousand yard season and, you know, sh- shows out every game. But against the Cowboys, always has a bomb, I feel like. He had the one for 81 yards. Yeah. That was the only catch he had all game. So, why I'm surprised about the outcome of the score. Yeah. 14-3 right out of the gate. They're running the ball all over on the first drive and then the bomb. And, you know, the I'm... The RPO was working. Right. Jalen Hurts was running I, all over. I was scared about how we're going to fight back in this game. I was never... When it was 14-3, I was never going, game's over. Because I know that the defense... You know, we could do something on this defense. Yep. But... I'm I am shocked how this game was thought, a 20 point win by the Cowboys. I thought it was over. Do you know it's funny though, I, and I don't know if this has anything to do with it. It might, but this game turned mm-hmm. when Fletcher Cox got hurt. Right. It 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 comes down to two things. Fletcher Cox was huge because Fletcher Cox what was create you know ha, you have to double team him. He's yeah. one of those guys you got to double team, and that was creating everything for for all the other guys that they have on the defensive line. Once he came out, you don't have to double team anyone else. Everyone had their you know. I don't think Dalton was pressured once after that. After. Well, he got sacked twice by Barnett, but that was it. But but Cox just it, – it's it's such a big – you know, we talked about in the preview how this defensive line creates the coverage yep. for the secondary. And it, that was the case through the first couple drives. Cox gets hurt, and, and that was the game. That was the game right there. Did you feel bad for Jaquette? I didn't feel bad I didn't for feel him. bad for him either. Yep. But that guy was torched. Here's the problem. When you come – he became unplayable in the in the third fourth quarter because well, of how bad they put him on the bench. How bad he was playing. That's just you know embarrassing. He set the record. Yeah, 182 yards against him thrown through three quarters. Terrible. And you know the other reason that I'm I'm just in surprised about the score and the outcome is because I don't understand Doug Peterson. I don't understand his his logic and 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 what he's trying to do because. You know, take it, it's fourteen to three, like we said. Yep. Jalen Hurts through the first drive had just run for forty of his sixty-nine yards. Yep. Uh, you have Miles Sanders who got about three of the RPO carries and then gets in for the touchdown. Yep. They were dominant. Then you come back and you 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 work off the play action because you, you're so afraid. You have a guy on Hurts. You have a guy on Sanders. You you know you're stacking the boxes. You want to stop the run and then you play action and throw a bomb. You know, perfect play call. That, that you know. Two great drives that you couldn't have scripted better to come out the gates. The rest of the game, he was the worst coach on the planet. It, it, 
and then you stop. Like, I don't understand how Deshaun Jackson doesn't get another target. Nope. How Miles Sanders basically doesn't get another handoff. He had, somehow he had 15 rushes. I don't, I don't remember him getting the ball handed off to him again. Yeah. After the first drive. To stop Miles Sanders to 3.8 yards a carry. Yeah. Jalen Hurts then has only 20 more yards rushing. And the next, the next best receiver beside Jackson was Quez Watkins, who had two catches for 57 yards because he had, uh, you know, a 30-yard play at, at the end of yeah. the half or whatever it was. It was like 43. But here's the problem with, with I, I just don't understand what the game plan was. Why couldn't they keep running with Hurts? You know, I understand that that they the Cowboys kind of got, you know, the idea that they really had to contain him in the pocket, put a spy on him, which they did. Mm-hmm. But there are ways to get Hurts more involved by, you know, running direct runs with, with getting blocks out there to block your guys. There is ways to get Miles Sanders more involved with the run game, and they just didn't do that. And, you know, I, I really don't understand why they didn't. I think right. if they kept running the ball, if they kept working off the play action and actually got Deshaun Jackson maybe another catch, I think the game would have been over because they have the ball 14-3. We had just punted in this in the second quarter, and they go three and out because they, they ran the ball incomplete, and then third and six, they ran the ball again in an inside zone with Miles Sanders got stuffed. And it was like the I, – I turned to you and I go – they had the chance there. If they went down, the game was over. 21-3, game's over. Yep. And they run the ball on, like, third and six. Like, I don't know what you're doing. You're basically already done. If you win this game, maybe you have a chance. But you're already done. You know, this is – it was it was the most, you know, disappointing – I'm fine with it because we're yeah. a Cowboy fan. I'm, I'm fine with the with you calling that game. I was disappointed in, in Peterson because I, I just don't understand the game plan he called after the first quarter. I, I think he was – I think Peterson needs to go. You know, and then he he gambles so much. Yeah. And when the the preeminent issue with Peterson is he thinks he could get it on every fourth down. Mm-hmm. So they had a the first drive of the fourth quarter. It was still a two score, score game. Mm-hmm. It was fourth and fifteen on the Dallas thirty three. Instead of taking and going for the field goal, right, or yeah. punting and and putting them like really deep, mm-hmm. he goes for fourth and fifteen and they pick up like eight yards. You know, like he's just he he. He's way too aggressive. Mm-hmm. He thinks he's the man. And quite honestly, I agree with you. They went away from their game plan that was working so fast. I was like, this is great. Like, I can't believe it. I thought we were going to get blown out. Next thing you know, we're up by 20. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, hats off to, to Andy Dalton. He played really good. Really good. Uh, they, they were clicking on all cylinders. Zeke was back. And we'll just have to see next week. We'll talk more about the Cowboys and their chances next week. What about what else I was right about? You were right about the yardage. Oh, wasn't it? I, they, they put a stat up, you know, at the near the end of the game. There was 900 total yards. 900. And you, before the game, said, I guarantee it'll be an 800-yard-plus game by it, both teams. It was, and it was actually 990. 990. 990. Yeah, no defense in this game. <laughs> uh, we got to move on to other games. Bucks murder the Lions. We don't have to spend much time on this. Well, we could do one thing. Yeah. Thank you, Mike Evans. My third place Mike, finish has Mike, to do all with Mike, Mike Evans. Mike Evans combated uh, Alvin Kamara, for those of you that played uh, against Kamara. But Brady was, was you know, awesome. awesome. And th- this is the thing with the Bucks. You know, as many times as Brady this season has been iffy, he's been the same amount of times is that he's been amazing. And with 348 and four touchdowns, he didn't play the second half. You don't want to play this team in the playoffs. And you do not want to play this team. They have too many weapons. You know, do you, you, know, you, you don't no team has enough corners to cover Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and Antonio Brown, and then leave the middle of the field open for Gronk. And with two great running backs, because you know, 
Ronald, Ronald Jones has been really good. He's missed the last two games, and Fournette has come in and pretty much continued the workload. It's going to be a team that's hard to stop, especially with this defensive line playing so good. And and if you know once they get in the playoffs, playoff Brady, th- this team's you know has a really good chance of making that NFC uh, that NFC uh, championship. You do realize they 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 locked up the five seed. Yeah. And that means they play the winner of the NFC Championship. Yeah, NFC this East. team is absolutely going to destroy. You know, if they played the Cowboys, I think it would be closer than if they played Washington because yeah. Washington can't keep up with them. No chance they could keep up. Like, like against the Cowboys, they probably would win like fifty to forty. <laughs> but, <laughs> but against Washington, if they were to play or the Giants, like if the Giants, it would be ugly. Yeah. I think they would obviously. This, I think they would beat anybody. It'd be that forty-seven-seven they just went through. Right. It would. I think they would beat any of the. I think they're better than any of us. But so I just want to say thank you again to Mike Evans. Your your forty-three points was yeah. was very much needed. It was. Uh, the 49ers, uh, the second game on the Saturday, mm. they upset the Cardinals. You were right with that 49ers upset. I'm sorry, I can't hear that. I can't hear you. I'm disappointed I can't hear in, the, you. in the Cardinals. <laughs> I'm disappointed in how Kyler Murray played. I'm disappointed in the game plan. Like, why? I just don't understand why they struggled so much to put up more than 12 points. Why? Because... Why uh, Why wasn't DeAndre Hopkins throwing the ball to more? Why wasn't... Um, Chase Edmonds more involved. Like, like that was the guy who was in the passing game on third down. Why wasn't? Why didn't you run with Kyler Murray more? And I know he got hurt at the end of the game, but that was the end of the game. I, I again, coaches, I don't understand the game plan. You know, the same thing as the Eagles. Why didn't you run more? Why didn't you use Hurts, your best player on the on the field? Well, why didn't you use Kyler Murray, your best player on your field, more? I don't know. I'll, I'll never understand why these coaches don't game plan. You know what works. And the 49ers pretty much. Might have just ended the the Cardinals playoff chances, and and I don't know how this is this is a playoff team, and I don't know how they're going to miss the playoffs. I have four takeaways from this game. Number one, the Cardinals will never win with Murray throwing the ball fifty times. No, they just it, won't. It, and it's it's not that you know he can't throw the ball or he can't throw the ball fifty times. It's just that there shouldn't be a need to throw fifty times. Correct. There he's shouldn't not, be a need. He's not that accurate. You know, he needs to have more RPO. He needs to run. He needs to, yeah, and they need to run Kenyon Drake. I don't understand what they're doing. Yeah. Number one. Number two, Jeff Wilson. Whew, what a game. Yeah, 183. Yep. I mean, the guy just could not be stopped. Yeah. Number three, C, the, the Iowa boys, CJ Beathard and George Kittle coming back. George Kittle had nothing to come back for. He it's a, it's amazing. Up. You know, I think we forget because we saw Kelsey just destroy tight end records and and be like a top wide receiver in the league this year and we see darren waller who's a beast of a man destroy records for the the raiders i think we forget about this guy and how good he is so good he's he's basically i i think he's just i I think waller is kind of different from both of them i think waller's just a humongous person that can i think waller waller is a wide receiver i think waller is a gronkowski he is just so big he's he's so athletic and in that aspect, I think, you know, Kelsey and Kittle are the same as well. I think, you know, they are both super fast, like a slot wide receiver, yep. a super fast, but just so much bigger that you can't, you know, if you put a cornerback on them, they're going to catch it over them. If you put a linebacker on them, they'll, they'll run past them. It's just like it's an a, un- it's unguardable. A bad, it's a bad matchup. It's an unguardable matchup. 
And and I think we forget how good Kittle is. Yeah. I really do. But just the fact that he came back to play because he yeah. wanted to. Mm-hmm. I love Kyle Shanahan. I I, I as a coach. Right. I, just, this, I think this this 49ers team is is good for the future. Definitely. I just think they need a quarterback. I really do. They, they do need a quarterback, and they I, need to keep Robert Sala as their defensive coordinator. The guy uh, as a defensive coordinator is the bomb. I don't know if they can do that. I really don't. I think he's I think he's prime for a head coaching job. Uh, sometime. He should go to for the some Lions. team, but. That, I think that team, they just need a quarterback. I don't know if the answer is a rookie quarterback. I don't know if it's a veteran quarterback trading for somebody. Trade I don't, for Stafford. I don't know what the answer is, but I think a new quarterback in that system with Kyle Shannon, who's a great coach, I think they could be, you know, be back. Yeah. Be back in the uh, in the Super Bowl conversation next year. Definitely. Get healthy. Get that def- defense healthy. Yep. Our last game was probably the most exciting game of the week. Awesome. Dolphins somehow beat the Raiders. I don't know how they beat the Raiders. Because they got some fits back. You were, I, I had my Raiders upset there. The Dolphins were done. And then all of a sudden, I mean, hats off to Brian Flores, who is no doubt the coach of the year. Yeah. Uh, he puts in Ryan Fitzpatrick after Tua Tungvaloa was struggling. You know, he, Mightily. He, he didn't have a terrible game. Yeah, he, he just, did. you know, he, 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 he looked a little like... Like, he didn't want to make a mistake. Like, that's how he looked. Like, he didn't want to, oh, I don't want to throw this here because the window's too, you know, some of that. So he basically said, Fitzpatrick, you've been in this league. You know, you don't have anything to lose. Get out there and win the game. And guess what he did? He won the game. He went out and won the game. He he, he comes out. He leads the team down the field to take the lead. The Raiders get, get a, a pass interference call, and they decide to do what I, you know, is the biggest pet peeve of mine and probably yours as well is field goals over touchdowns. Yep. And it kills me because field goals, you know, coming from a Cowboy fan, <laughs> field goals haunt teams at the end of games and at the end of seasons because field goals, if, you, if you're, you know, I don't think people understand how big of a difference four points is in an NFL game. Sure. Four points is such a big difference. When you can go up by eight rather than one, it's such a big difference. You know, there's a difference between time, you know, time management and and you know percentages of winning, you know, all the advanced stats. At the end of the day, you got to put your team up by the most points possible and, and rely on rely on being in the lead yep. at at the end of the games. So what happened in this game was the Raiders decided to run the ball, take the time off, and they ticked the the, the clock down to 26 seconds. And they kicked a field goal mm-hmm. when they could have probably ran it in the end zone and been up by, I believe, eight points. Yeah. They would have been up by eight if they went in, kicked the extra point with about like a minute left. So they decide not to do that. They kick the extra po- or the field goal, go up by go two. Up by two. Another, and, another great coaching job. Right, go up by two. Yep. And now... They leave 26 seconds left, which in most cases is like, okay, 26 seconds. But they only needed a field goal. You're giving them too much credit. There was 19 seconds. 19, sorry. Four seconds left. And Fitzpatrick comes out and throws a crazy duck of a pass who somehow is wide open, and he gets his face mask pulled, gets into field goal range, game over. First of all, I don't... He got his head destroyed. Yeah. I don't even know how he got the ball off. And then I don't know. how the hell Mac Hollins was able to catch it and get to it. Like, I mean, it was basically a 49-yard play. I don't know. I, I really don't. 
I, I don't know how it happened, and the Dolphins somehow keep their playoff hopes alive. So the and, Dolphins win, which is good for me because I said they were going to win, yeah. and I was rooting for them. Yeah. Nelson Aguilar, who I put in the starting lineup over Chase Claypool, five for 155 and a touchdown, and that 85-yard touchdown play was awesome. Talk about a year of... Uh, of of getting you know his name back in there because this was the guy that you know dropped every ball and, and couldn't be a wide receiver in the league yep. and they took Raiders took a chance and he's Had been pretty great, damn good great year I mean really great year I mean he, for for him to come back after those Eagles years where he was just god awful yeah I mean he's got like five touchdowns this year I think he's got you know uh, almost uh, eight hundred yards yeah he's nearing that thousand mark maybe if he has a big game in the last week and but, Miles Gaskin on Miami. Coming yeah. back, uh, he's that little dual threat. I mean, Tua loves to throw the little dump passes mm-hmm. all day long. But he went 5 for 82 and two touchdowns yep. and ran for 87 yards. Yep. That's a nice day. Yeah. Go and, Miami. And Miami now keeps their chances alive. There's so much to talk about with the AFC playoff picture. And we'll get more into that on Friday when we preview the last I feel like week. everybody has 10 wins. <laughs> There's a lot of 10-win teams. But let's speed ru- uh, run through some of these Sunday games, the early ones that were kind of bad. Uh, the Chiefs survived the Falcons. Young Oku misses that field goal uh, that would would have forced overtime. But it's getting me, you know, it's it's making me think: Did that GM that's always on the field uh, for the Falcons come out and and whisper in Young Oku, if you want to be on this team next year, God, you better miss this field goal? And I think that's what happened. Yep. I, I'm starting to think that because Young Oku made 27 in a row before that. 27. And he in just a row. you know missed a 40 yarder. Uh, I'm not buying it. Not buying it. And the other thing that that lost as well as the Falcons, I think, I I think Mahomes lost the MVP. Oh, he definitely. I think did. he did. He did. He lost it's to my so boy. Sad. All he needed to do was was continue what he was on, continue what you were on, and they didn't. Mahomes, uh, I I think you got to concede to Aaron Rodgers now. Uh, the Jets also continue their winning streak. They they won over the Browns, and to be fair, I'm not putting it on us because I think it would have been a little more like debatable because we didn't know the Browns would be without all their wide receivers like every single one of them they had practice squad guys playing so I I didn't even I didn't even know the names of the people yeah I mean he threw the ball that Austin Hooper on the first four plays because he he wasn't sure who he could possibly throw to otherwise right I mean that was incredible the fact that they had none of their wide receivers available yep Uh, crazy I mean look at the names of these people right I mean, it was, you want to talk about, like, pulling people off the street. Uh, Jamarcus Bradley. Uh, Marvin Hall. Marvin Hall. Uh, what was this other guy? J- Janovich. Andy Janovich. Like, who are these people? Right. And and he threw to Hooper about 15 times. And Hooper is probably the most disappointing free agency signing. Because that man dropped at least six to seven catches that he, were in he, his arm. He was targeted 15 times. Look. And and it's amazing that Austin Hooper was considered in that top five because I didn't I don't know what happened to him and he was paid all that money. Yep. And now the Browns they lose and now they're ten and five and they can miss the play. I mean just how, how does this happen? You're playing the Jets. Mm-hmm. You have no wide receivers, and you hand the ball off fifteen times to Chubb and Hunt. I don't know for a combined thirty nine yards. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with the coaches. I don't know the game plan. You're a running football team, and that happens. I don't know. My 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 answer is I don't know. And you let Sam Darnold throw dots all over the field, and the Jets beat you. And now the I don't know what the Jets are doing. Just a lot of bad Jamison, in the NFL right Jamison now. Crowder went seven for ninety two in a touch, and he threw a beauty of a touchdown right. to to Braxton Berrios on top of that. Crowder's good. Yep. And here's the thing about the Jets that I want to talk about. Good for the Jets. No, like we said, we've said this in earlier, they're not as bad as their record shows. They're not that bad. 
And because of these last two games, Adam Gase's job may be saved. He might have been saved for another year as head coach. And Sam Darnold, his job might be saved because now they're falling back and they will have the second pick in the NFL draft. And they're probably, I doubt they take a quarterback because Lawrence was that is that is that franchise changer. I yep. don't know if Fields or if the, the BYU guy is a, is a franchise changer. There is no chance. So I, I think, Mark my words. Yeah. There is no chance mm-hmm. the Jets take a quarterback at number two. Yeah. So they have a couple needs. I think their a front couple? I think their front seven is okay. I think they have two good safeties in, in Marcus May and they got another young guy. Mm-hmm. I think their defensive line is good. They don't have any corners. I think a corner is a really big need and maybe another a weapon or a running back. But but when you're talking about pick number two, I don't know if there's any corner there's probably not a, a cornerback you're going that high. And offensive lineman, interior offensive lineman is the only one. And that they're going the, to take the Oregon guy. From Panay Sewell, I yeah, think. Sewell. His name is. If they put Sewell on one side and Mechie Becton on the other, yeah. Sam Darnold is going to stand up a lot more. So I don't think it's as bad as their record is. I think if they you know hit this draft, sign a, a weapon at wide receiver, get a, a a veteran running back, and I I think this game I, could turn it around in, in a couple years. Maybe I, not a a content, you know contender by no, any no. means, but a, a team that can can compete in that maybe that division. I love how hard they play. Yeah, and the fact that they're still playing hard and playing this is awesome. And Quentin Williams didn't even play. Mm-hmm. So hats off to the Jets. Hats off. Their, their fans are not happy with you. Right Too now. bad. Uh, the Bears, they took down the Jaguars. Uh, Trubisky Still playing is well. now looking to lead the Bears to the playoffs. I think they will lead because next week they take on the Packers. And the Packers uh, already clinched that number one seed. And we might see a Jordan Love sighting in really? week 17. Uh, I, I'm not sure how, how Rodgers feels about playing that. I think he's at that point in his career where he can take a, a seat on, on that last week. Not risk an injury. Mm-hmm. And the Jags, they clinched the number one overall pick. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is be on in the Florida, clock, and he will probably be in Jacksonville. Probably. Probably. There's another million dollars I'll put on it. Mm. Certainly will be in Jacksonville. <laughs> there you go. All right. The Ravens, they took down the Giants. I think that was one that we all got right. Uh, it didn't matter. That game really didn't matter because if Washington lost the Giants, uh, they still would have had to beat the Cowboys in the next week to, to win that division. So, did the game matter? No. Was it a good sighting that the they got absolutely destroyed and ran the ball over? No. <laughs> and will they lose next week to the Cowboys? Probably, because I just don't <laughs> think this team is is that good as you know their whatever game winning streak they were on after starting zero and five, zero and seven. The Ravens just ran all over them, and and that's basically what the Ravens are going to do. And I think if the Ravens can continue to run all over teams and somehow sneak into that playoffs and, and play a, a Pittsburgh or a or a Buffalo, it's it's going to be tough for some teams to stop. You don't want to play this team now. Yeah. this. I mean, I just don't think, you know, there's a lot of, when, when you talk about the Steelers and you talk about the Bills, who probably is their most likely playoff matches if they were to get in, which I do think they'll get into that last spot. I think that, you know, a low when you keep those teams to low scoring, handle the clock, the way they're doing, because that's this team was built to have Dobbins rush for seventy yards, built for Lamar Jackson to rush for seventy yards, and built for Gus Edwards to, you know, if they're bo- all of them are running for seventy to hundred yards, it, it's not going to be, it's not going to be a fun day because then you got to work off the play action, and look, then it's just messed up, look, and look, you and you can't really stop it. Besides Lamar starting to play better, they finally turned things around when J.K. Dobbins started becoming the lead back, right. and they put and they Mark started, on they, the bench. They, yeah, they didn't even put him on the bench. Yeah, they basically they, did. No, they didn't even put him on the bench. 
they list the last couple weeks. They've listed them as, as a, a healthy, healthy scratch. scratch. Oh, all right, so that, I mean, like, that's what I mean by the bench. Like that's when this team just you know turned it around. Yeah, and they finally figured out that they have a all pro tight end to throw to. Right. So I mean, Mark Andrews is definitely and the throwing best to Dez, who has two touchdowns. Put the up the weeks. X, Dez. Put it up. And the next game was Bengals Texans. Uh, I oh, didn't really Bengals, care. Bengals, man. You got that win over the Bengals. Why did I take the Texans? I should have never taken the Texans. Do, do you see? Do you see a? Uh, do you see what's happening here? Do you what see a theme here? It's me winning every one of these games. It's I'm on a roll. Yeah, on a roll so far. We got a whole nother we had a whole nother page of games. I'm on a roll. Uh Deshaun Watson played pretty bad and then he got hurt. Like like the stat again. Three twenty four and no, three no. touchdowns. Again, the stats show he had a great game. He really <laughs> didn't. There's a reason, you know, yeah, the he look, here's the craziest thing. Deshaun or David can we just talk about David Johnson before Watson? Yeah. David Johnson has woke up. Has the last two weeks has won his one of your fantasy team. If you are in the championship and you started David Johnson, you most likely won because he had a 30 last week. And then this week, he has 128 yards rushing mm-hmm. and receiving. He threw another touchdown. He had another touchdown. Like, like, I don't know what happened to this guy. This guy was at the beginning of the year was talked so highly of because, you know, people were saying, oh, you know, he's He's, he's healthy. He's coming back. Remember in Arizona, and we weren't buying it fantasy-wise. Right. And the entire year, we were right. Like, like he didn't do anything. Nothing. And then the last two the last two weeks, he's, he, been, unstoppable. he's been unstoppable. And I really, like, I, I'm shocked at how unstoppable it, it, he has been. Him and Brandon Cooks. Yeah. Unbelievable. In terms of Watson, again, three 324 and three touchdowns, that's pretty good. That's pretty good? It's pretty good. It's pretty good. But watching it, I, I test, you know— this is what I always say. On this show, you're more of the stats guy. Yep. You're more of the look at the PFF grade. Look I at like the, numbers. Look I like numbers. Stuff. I'm the eye test. Like, I watch every football. We, we both watch every football. But I watch every football game. I watch the highlights. I watch the, the, the player. And when I watch Deshaun Watson in this game, again, held the, the, the ball way too long in the pocket. Took a, a couple bad sacks. Uh, I saw him uh, when, when he should have ran the ball. Threw a, a, a bad pass here and there. You know, it, I, I'm telling you, Deshaun Watson needs to turn in to a Lamar Jackson because if he just ran the ball more, he would have so much more success. Teams would have to, you know, take a, a one of the players and just have to put him on a spy. It would open so much more of the field. I think that it's really more. It, it's really more about. I think he has the t- all the talent in the world. Get a coach. I really think that is the big deal. And I know people have saying that he'll have weapons next year. He'll have an improved offensive line. What, you know, what happened to Larry, uh, Larry Tunsil, the guy that you gave two first-round picks for? Yep. Um, not having that first-round pick is going to kill them. Yep. Uh, but just hire a good coach. Like, like if he got Eric Biamini, I think it would be – like, I think he's going to improve immensely. I, I, I think that would be the perfect head coach. Yeah, I think talent is all there. Yep. Stats are all there. But the eye test and just winning football games – again, they lost this game. And, yeah, the defense sucks. But they lost this game when, when he had a chance to go down the final drive and win it. And he didn't. And Brandon Allen, Brandon blankly Allen. outplayed him. Brandon Allen, how many times has this guy been on the bench? Come in, been back on the bench, come in. I, I, I and now they're it. on a two-game winning streak as well. Unbelievable. Go, go, Just Bengals. Stupid wins for these, these teams. I love these teams. Uh, love and these then teams. the Panthers, they helped out uh, the NFC East. God love you, Teddy Bridge. They took down the uh, Washington football team. We actually have breaking news right in the middle of recording this. The Washington football team has released Dwayne Haskins. I, I'm. Actually, not shocked. He has been released at all. He uh, is... Less than two years after being the number fifteen pick, uh, he has been released by Washington. 
that I I believe that is the 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 shortest tenure for a first round quarterback ever. Probably, I believe. Yeah, I don't know. You have to look up Jamarcus Russell, but you know, the uh, he's been horrible. Terrible. I mean, I mean, words aren't even to describe. Yeah. How bad. He was Dwayne so Haskins outplayed by the old Dominion Taylor Heineke. Taylor Heineke. Yeah. Heineke. The man's got a Heine in his, in his last name, and he outplayed him. Yeah. I just, there's something about him. Not I, he right. was He's not right. It's, it's amazing because this guy was so good in college. Like In college. But he was he, really good in college. In college, he also was surrounded by talent that was right. way better than everybody but he, else. But like, he ran the ball really good. He had a really strong arm. And then he comes in the NFL, and I don't think he could have been in a more... Like, like he couldn't, he couldn't have been worse. Like, don't. I told you this earlier. Don't draft quarterbacks in the first round who've only started eleven games in college. Yeah. So the thing with him is that, is that, I, I believe that. I mean, you have to be. You don't. You, I don't think people understand how bad you have to be to be released two years after being a number one pick. Teams in the NFL, if you're picked high, it's almost like a the the con. You know. They have to stick with you because you they invested a first round pick. People sure. don't know how much that of an investment that is. And to release him after two years, he you have he to was be bad. so bad. He was so he bad was. on the field. He was a pain in the ass off the field. Correct. He, that was also he also too. knew that this game mm-hmm. was his chance, his last chance to prove that he could be a quarterback. And he couldn't have played worse. Terrible. He couldn't have it's not like he went out there and gave it all he got and the Panthers just outplayed him. No, he had Four turnovers yep. and they lost by seven. Like this, they should have won that game because the defense is so good. Yep. Gibson is really good. He was dumping off the McKissick and he just turned the ball over four times and they lost by seven. Just awful stuff by Haskins. Uh, his NFL days are probably over uh, right now. For now, for sure. Yeah. But yeah, the Panthers help out the Cowboys. Yeah. They help out the Giants. Made the last week more interesting. And the thing about the Panthers, I just want to point out, this is a team that's just uh, again a few plays away from being eight and eight, nine and seven in a playoff team. Just a few drives, a few plays. They have the offense. Bridgewater is, is going to be back. I think he played very well this year. I think that more Robbie Anderson, Curtis Samuel is one of the best trios in the NFL wide receiver-wise. I think— They miss McCaffrey. Yeah. McCaffrey was huge. To get a running game because Mike yeah. Davis— He had a couple he had, of good he had, ones. He had good games where they still lost, and then he had bad games where they still lost. Like, he, he wasn't the answer. No. McCaffrey was the guy that needed to be there— and he just wasn't the entire season. Davis would be a great complimentary running back to mm-hmm. McCaffrey. Yeah. Like, come in, pound, 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 and then let McCaffrey go crazy. This is a team. Have a good draft by getting some defense and maybe an offensive lineman. They'll be back. They will be a, a sleeper, you know, wild card team. It's just that they're in that really tough division. Yep. But wild card team, because they should have been an 8-8, eight 9-7, and, eight, and, and probably been a wild card team this year. But without McLaurin, the Washington football team... I I'm, I just don't know because Alex Smith, I'm assuming, will be back. You know, yep. I don't think his leg can hurt that much to where this is a win and in game. But I think that he'll be back. But with McLaurin out again because I'm, assu- you know, he has that high ankle sprain and those scary Terry, they, those don't heal up in a week. I think that it'll be a struggle and it's going to be an interesting game next week for the NFC's title. Fly Eagles, fly! Uh, we had the NFC West title. The Seahawks won that. That was me. Uh, getting that right for the, for the Seahawks, you went with the Rams, and I, I, I couldn't go with the Rams. I, I couldn't, you know, after seeing Jared Goff and being so high on Jared Goff, and then him losing to the Jets, I knew it was it was just down from there. Like, like this team was this team was like nine and two, nine and three, and, and this team was like was like no one wanted to play them because the defense was so dominant. Jalen Ramsey yeah. was playing like a top five corner. You never want to play uh, 
uh, Aaron Donald in the middle, and they finally got uh, Cam Akers going. So it was like, oh, this is over. Like, this is probably the number two, maybe even contending for a number one seed in the NFC. And then they just lose three in a row and then lose the NFC West and And now might not even make the playoffs. And lost Cam Akers for the rest of the year. Right. So it couldn't have gone worse. Goff went from playing good to start the season, had a couple bad games, had a couple good games, then played really bad, and then played even worse. Uh, Like, he's gone from bad to worse over the last couple weeks, and now he's hurt, and they might not even have him for the next game. I don't think he's going to play next game. Didn't he break his thumb? He broke it and dislocated his thumb. Uh, On his throwing hand. Yeah, they now have an AAF quarterback that (laughs) last year. This team is just, it's a disaster. Yep. And McVay, I don't, I think that McVay is a great coach, but there's only so many things a coach can do. But when you have your starting quarterback, starting running back out, and you can't, they weren't even good to begin with the last couple weeks, it's not good. And now they have to play Arizona, who is kind of fully healthy, even though they're not playing good football. I think that this team is better than, than the Rams without, you know, even without, you know, I think Goff is, has been playing bad, but now you put in an AAF quarterback, who I don't think is the only better option than Goff. No. I think it's just bad for the Rams. I think they're going to miss the playoffs somehow. I think it'll be the, the worst disaster the, ever. Like They needed to win one game for the past four weeks, and they're just not going to do it and miss the playoffs. I think they are. And then the, the last game of the, the night was probably the, the most hyped up and like ready to watch games, and it was a blowout. <laughs> Packers clinched the number one seed in the NFC. They destroy the Titans, I, and I, basically it was the Packers said, look what happens when you shut down Derrick Henry, and that's what they did. Henry finished with 98 yards. It, he didn't have 98 yards in that game. He basically had about 55, 60, and then it was just garbage runs at the end of the game, yeah. which they were already down like 30. So it's it's basically what happens. You stop Derrick Henry, and this team gets gets hard to be it, – it's hard when they're one-dimensional. One mm-hmm. And the defense has become a liability for for Tennessee. I thought it would be it would be better. I thought Malcolm Butler is still a pretty good corner, and they got Clowney. I thought that team would be better uh, on defense. It hasn't really been that we've seen them get exposed and blown out by the Colts, and now the 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 Packers. They they look like they didn't want to play in the cold snow. No, they didn't. They wanted to get on the bus. And I and thought go home. Tannehill didn't play bad, but he didn't find his top wide receivers in AJ Brown and Corey Davis. Corey they, Davis didn't have catch. Yeah, and here's the problem. When you have Aaron Rodgers playing like he did, throwing to Devontae Adams, who is just hands down the best wide receiver on like, the planet ever, <laughs> th- this season is just remarkable. And then you have A.J. Dillon who comes in, who hasn't had like more than 10 snaps in his career because he's a rookie, yep. comes in and runs for you 120 and like like two touchdowns. I mean, just bad on the defense and now they're in danger and missing the playoffs it's just craziness how these teams they just need to win one game and they're rolling like you think of tennessee and the colts and the browns and the dolphins like these teams are in there's a lock for the playoffs they have 10 wins no a team with 10 wins or or maybe even 11 in some cases are gonna miss the playoffs yep that's the craziest part i got a crazy question for you mm-hmm. now you know i've been saying that aaron Rodgers is gonna win the mvp for weeks now yeah and i think he basically locked it up mm-hmm. yesterday but man, shouldn't Devontae Adams be in the top three? Like, he should. shouldn't he be third? He should. What a year! 109 catches, 1300 yards, and 17 touchdowns. That's it's, insane. It's ridiculous. That's like Madden numbers. Yeah. The, it, the, guy, it, the guy is uncoverable. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know if he'll win it. I doubt he will. But no, he won't win it because 
I'm telling but you, Rodgers is going to win. The it. outcome of this game solidified Rodgers. He's going to win it. I, I mean, all Mahomes had to do, I believe, because of the hype of Mahomes, yep. had to just continue what he was doing the last two weeks, and he didn't do that. And Rodgers continued what he was doing. The guy's got 44 touchdowns and five interceptions. Ridiculous. It's, it's incredible. And that was uh, that was Sunday or, or the week last week of NFL games. Week 16. We didn't talk about the Chiefs. We did talk about the Chiefs. Young Hoku missed that field goal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, oh, yeah that's right. But the Chiefs, uh, I have no doubts. They, they, they've done this a couple weeks now where they've kept it close. I, I really don't care. Talk to me in the playoffs when they're in the AFC Championship. Yeah. Uh, but what one week left, and on Friday, uh, we'll talk about the first week of the NBA, a bunch of surprising teams. A lot like, of undefeated like teams that we didn't even talk about. And Cleveland. The, and Cleveland, who are 3-0. and uh, We'll see if they can continue their win streaks. And we'll also talk about Week 17, playoff scenarios, uh, we have we have the standings uh, right now of the top. You know, there's eight teams in the AFC, seven spots, and there's ten teams in the NFC with seven spots. Mm. And it all come down to the last week of the NFL season. And, it doesn't get better than that. Yeah, and we'll break it down on Friday on our NFL preview show. But that's it for today's episode. I just want to thank again all the little people who gave me my third place finish, including mm-hmm. my my son. Thank yeah. you very much. Appreciate mm-hmm. it. And. Uh, just uh, without fantasy football, thank you just once again to the Carolina Panthers for keeping our season alive. Hopefully we get a uh, one playoff game. I would love it. I would love it. Because you know who we play? We play Tom Brady in Tampa. Huh. It would be fun. Might be ugly. Maybe, we, all, be fun. maybe we want to lose. No, no. no I don't want to lose. I don't want to lose. <laughs> That's going to do it for today's episode. Make sure you share the podcast with your friends and your family if you enjoyed. Follow me on all socials. On, especially on TikTok, I'm posting daily sports content as well as answering all your fantasy football questions. If you leave me a comment on any of my videos, I'll make a video responding to it. Uh, get me to 1,000 followers. We're almost there by football season. Also, you can follow me on Instagram at the Sports Appeal Podcast. My TikTok handle is Sports Appeal AJ. My Instagram is the Sports Appeal Podcast. Follow me on all those. You can also listen to any other episodes of the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Just search up The Sports Appeal. Also, you can go to my homepage, anchor.fm slash AJ-Teal to get to all the external links 